and welcome to the Opinion Pending Podcast. I'm Christy. I'm Scoop. And I don't actually know anything about today's episode. Because mm-hmm. you've left me completely in the dark. Well, we just kind of we always go back and forth on whether like what we're what we're going to talk about, and mm-hmm. we never like pick anything, right? And that's why we haven't been back for like another two months. Yes. So, and recently we've been having a lot of discussions about things, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drop this on her because we we oh, no. we have better conversations right off the cuff, anyways. Okay. So the last time we did this, I was the only religious skeptic in the group well i wouldn't say that i mean i was like <laughs> i i was i have a lot like i had a lot of questions well well well. but before, now before, i just have like more questions before we get into all of that yeah i was just gonna because no one here is gonna really have much of a background on any of this stuff i don't think because that episode got bamboozled i don't know i'm curious where you stand i'm just like the whole general thing what are your thoughts because i know you you have some questions and you're skeptical about some things but so but overall i don't actually know entirely where you stand and i don't think the audience even knows where i stand so we'll just kind of air that out okay so is that what your thing was was to just be like hey do you have a stance yet yeah Hmm. (laughs) that was basically it (laughs) okay um and it can be super fluid, too. It's easy just to be like, you know what? I don't fucking know. Because, you know, no one does. Well, yeah. So, I mean, you know, if I your stance think... is just whatever, then it's whatever. I don't think anyone knows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, they say they know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But no one can actually know, know. They just, you know, have faith that they know. Mm-hmm. And they are really confident that that faith is true mm-hmm. so they'll say that they know for sure but you can't actually 100 percent like you know i don't think you can believe that you do but i don't think that you actually can until you die and find out mm-hmm. or you know get raptured i guess that's true but, um the whole idea that we're all like in a simulation seems to be on the rise i hate that i know <laughs> <laughs> i hate that so much and now elon has taken over twitter and he's like one of the biggest ones that talks about that yeah and i'm like please elon don't <laughs> Please although, don't. Although, in fairness, if we were in a simulation, wouldn't the people who control the simulation not want us to know that we're in a simulation? So putting someone That's who's really it... into simulations in a high position of power, wouldn't that be like... Yeah, I figure if it was, yeah. it would be purely for like entertainment or something That's because true. it doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to oh, it. We're just action figures at the end of the day. <laughs> We're video yeah, game Yeah, it's characters. like, how about we let them know or have hints that they're in, but then they fight about it. it, it so if that were true, which, you know, I very much doubt, and I really hope it's not true. <laughs> it's too much for my poor psyche. <laughs> that um, I, I hope that if that were something that was, like, happening, that they wouldn't just be, like, a group of kid aliens playing with stuff. That's true. Which is, like, the plot of a Stephen King book, actually. Yeah. Which is interesting. Isn't that the whole thing in Men in Black? Is it? I haven't seen like that in a very all, long time. We're, we're just, like, our yeah. universe is like in a, in a game of marbles inside a marble. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I movie. think <laughs> that just we've had questions about what we're doing and where we came from mm-hmm. and what's going on and who's in control. Is anything in control? We've mm-hmm. had those kinds of problems that, well, I wouldn't really, I guess, not yeah. problems, but questions that we've wanted to know the answers yeah. to for eons, depending yeah, well, who you ask. So we just come up with all kinds of things to describe what's going on i well to give a little bit of a background because um people just say christian and it has like a big swath of of people oh yeah 
So my background is similar to yours. Is almost identical. Yes, Calvinist. So like everything predestined that like the big big one, and then also come from a young earth creationist everything the bible is literal well background well pretty much everything so at least at least genesis is literal yeah probably one of more of the fringe groups i would think yeah i didn't realize that till like yeah, more I recently thought, i thought everyone was like like us and then got a little bit older i was like oh i'm on the i'm on the the fringe part <laughs> yeah when i found out there was actually kind of like a lot of christians like a good chunk of Christians that were like old earth mm-hmm. and didn't have a problem with old earth or mm-hmm. evolution. I was like, oh my gosh, because I was always taught that you can't be a Christian if you believe in evolution. Like it's incompatible. Right. Because that would be like you're denying scripture, um, you know, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so that basically you denying the nature of God in the first place. And then so you'd like, which doesn't really make any sense yeah. because, you know, Okay, so well, that was that was kind of my point of doing this conversation because it's the it's the Calvinistic young Earth stance, and then on like the opposite end of that spectrum, which I mean, it's not really an opposite thing, so it's kind of hard to put it on a spectrum. Yeah, but like kind of just where we sit, because I assume we're both not not that way anymore. Uh, no. <laughs> Pretty safe to say. Uh, not well, at least not concretely. No. Yeah, I got you. Well, I know you're you're like swimming somewhere, but I'm like quicksand. I need you. Um. Well, were you done saying what your background was? Um. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So mine is basically the same. I just had about five more years of it. Uh, you know, Calvinism, basically tulip, yeah. which is like tulip was total depravity, or also known as total inability. And original sin. Mm-hmm. U is unconditional election. L is limited atonement or particular atonement. Uh, I for irresistible grace. P for perseverance of saints. No, that's it. That's all. Unconditional Tulip. election. Uh, yes, yeah. that means that no matter basically, basically, I, f- I think that basically means that you don't have control over it because no matter what happens, if you are elect, you will be. It's like an unconditional thing. Like, there's nothing that can exempt you from it if you are chosen. But some people aren't. Sounds like there's conditions to me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get on No, I mean, like, uh, there's no conditions for the ones that are chosen. Yeah, I get you. To, yeah. yeah. But anyway. Yeah. I think um, that was the one that, that always sat the worst with me. That's kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I've reached a point where I just kind of haven't made a concrete decision on it. Mm-hmm. I have hard, hard leanings towards like, maybe this is all wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't really want to believe that. Right. And I'm like kind of looking for other things first because I feel like it, it would be wrong for me to throw it all out mm-hmm. before considering the other perspectives, especially since we have so much experience with like a very, very rigid form. And so there's like so many other ideas mm-hmm. in the same like family. Right. And so I feel like it would be unfair for me coming out of one of the strictest interpretations to just automatically be like, well, therefore everything is wrong Mm -hmm. because I I could just be wrong with the interpretation. Right. Who knows? And so I'm kind of more at a point like, and I feel like it it almost feels like I'm in denial. (laughs) (laughs) How so? (laughs) I mean, like, it feels like I'm saying that, but there's always, there's a thing in the back of my head all the time that's like, you know where this is going. Like, you know where, you know where you're going to end up. And that freaks me out. Yeah. I don't like it. But that. I'm not willing to let that part win mm. as of yet or right now. So 
my willing <laughs> conclusion mm-hmm. without my intrusive thoughts being like, oh, it's, it's over, it's over, it's all over. Right. Um, is that I'm basically like, there are a bunch of things that I grew up being taught as like the absolute right interpretation of things. Mm-hmm. And I basically don't believe that that's true right. or possible. It's kind of like... I I don't remember who said it, but someone said, like, the idea that, you know, you're born into a certain culture around certain people, and all these people have their ideas about how the world works and how it should be and how, you know, one way is better than the other, that sort of thing, right? Which is, you know, true in some, in pretty much everything. There's always certain systems that are better than others. But Mm -hmm. someone said that the idea that you're just born into this group, and this group automatically has every right opinion on every little very intricate detail about human life and that you just naturally fell in there and you're just right and everyone's right about everything and everyone else is wrong like the chance of that being the case is just extremely small it's a very arrogant outlook as well yeah like no that's just not even realistic yeah uh like even if even if it's true that the bible is inspired Mm -hmm. and is the actual word of god which you know i'm trying here (laughs) (laughs) um like even if that is you know solid that doesn't mean that everybody who's been translating it is solid we even have arguments in the christian community over which translations are good and which are bad Mm -hmm. and people fight over using certain versions because they think some are trash and some are the best and Mm -hmm. it's like so even if the source is correct or has a lot of correct stuff in it that hasn't been like messed up there's a lot of potential for messing it up after that and so I wouldn't be so keen on like being like, well, I'm definitely sure I got this right. Mm-hmm. Especially when your own ideas don't really mesh with each other, mm-hmm. which is what I was talking to my brother about recently, like last night. How'd that go? I mean, I was trying not to be too abrasive because I'm used to talking to you <laughs> about things. Oh, yeah. And so I get a lot more of a, I'm a little more openly cynical. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, like with how I address it with you. Yeah. But like when I talk to him... He's a lot more, you know, he's not of, he's not as like questioning. Mm-hmm. He's, he doesn't really have a problem. He's not worried. <laughs> he's like, I don't really feel any kind of, you know, conflict in myself about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I wish I could be like you. So with him, I try to tone it down a little bit and not come across as like too aggressive with my questioning because I have a lot of them and I don't want to like, I don't want to like mess him up if he feels content. Yeah, that was actually that's actually kind of funny. It made me like when I first started questioning all this stuff, I was like, I felt crazy because like, like, like you, like you said, there's two ideas, right? So I, when you come from a Calvinistic background, it's everything in your life is predestined, right? Mm-hmm. So like your life, the end of your life, whether you go into heaven or hell type thing, is all chosen beforehand by God, right? And there's not really a well, way to- yeah, at least you're like salvation is i don't know exactly what it means for the rest of your life well but yeah yeah but basically the middle part's iffy but the end is set in stone right Uh and you know i would it was just it it never sat well with me the idea of you have no choice in the matter but also like hell is probably a thing you Mm -hmm. know what i mean (laughs) and like and then i was like well there's that idea which seems pretty harsh and cruel but then at the same time every week i go to church and everyone's praising like god's goodness and god's like unconditional love and god like he's a father times like a million right like he's the best dad that could ever exist right but it's like i i mean i have a pretty decent dad and i mean he doesn't want me to burn in hell for all eternity kind of right. thing you know what i mean and so there's just like there's just ideas that 
didn't sit well with me at the and very it's like beginning. it's like if he if he did have yeah. the power to torture right. you for all eternity like would he do it if you were rebellious like nonstop? right probably not, probably not. i don't <laughs> think he would want to yeah well th- well that was my point is that when you were saying that you know you talk to people who don't really seem to think about it as much as say like you or someone else or who's more inquisitive like it kind of threw me off too because i would ask these questions and i was just like am i am i am i crazy like no one else seems to care and i was like this seems odd that i care about this and other people don't and like you know that's a little unfair because there's plenty of things that are really big in the world that i don't really have super strong feelings for but people obviously do so you know i think it just kind of comes down to how we're wired and you know different things yeah. set different things off but i just i just remember being like i don't know i've been doing this for so long and no one even asked this question <laughs> like you know i don't know because it seems like well it's kind of like what you said before if you if you believe that you're already in the right spot mm-hmm. and you were born and you have this knowledge and then you submit to that knowledge and you believe that it's like the ultimate truth that there is mm-hmm. and it also you know as a perk kind of saves you from eternal torment and you actually believe that you are one of the chosen to escape that fate then maybe you won't feel too concerned about it well yeah. because you're not really questioning whether that's in store for you and so why would you feel so worried that's true and, and in fairness i did kind of think about I don't know. I was always interested in, I guess, like the mechanics, if yeah. you could call them that. Like, I remember I was in like third grade or something and I'm sitting in class and like it's a Monday. The day before that, people were talking about heaven and how you're going to hang out for all eternity. And I was like, ah, eternity. Like, I want to live to be like maybe like eight. But then it's like another eight and it's like another one and another one and another one. And then I was just sitting in class and I just started sobbing. <laughs> Oh, no. It's scary. Like the concept of just forever and ever and ever and ever. And people were like... You're gonna spend all of eternity like like bowing down and praising and singing God's praises and stuff. And I was like, I'm just gonna be on my knees, face down, like just up and down, worshiping God for all eternity. That's horrific. And I just I lost it. I was just in class sobbing. And they're like, What's wrong with you? And like I feel bad for the teacher because most teachers would be like, Oh no, someone broke your favorite crayon or something, and I'm over here with like existential dread about (laughs) about eternity. This little boy (laughs) crying about how he's got to worship god forever <laughs> like you don't even know what to say to him it's like uh i don't even know if you're allowed to say anything <laughs> yeah you just gotta be like we're gonna go to nap time now we don't talk about church stuff at school we're not supposed to but uh anywho, good luck with that <laughs> An early recess <laughs> <laughs> they just run to the desk for like a manual to help kids it's like nothing about here is about existential dread <laughs> It's, you're in third grade. Calm down. Yeah. Oh, that's a good memory. <laughs> <laughs> I've had, I remember being younger and having that issue where I would just be like thinking about it just never stops. Yeah. It keeps going that way, but it's got to stop. But no, it doesn't stop. Yeah, it keeps going. Yeah. And then I had a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I just could not, I mean, nobody can fathom it, but just yeah. the idea of like no end ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it, ju- it just made me feel sick. Like, it made me feels physically sick when i would think about it too long and then i'd get panicky yep, 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 yep. and that's just you know for like the good one <laughs> yeah the bad one <laughs> it's just like, like yeah and then fine. you like hold this over like some little kid's head and you're like oh well you know this is what you get to do if mm-hmm. you are saved you get to be and, and they don't paint it like you know it's not like condescending or anything yeah it's like a nice because you're not gonna be hurting you get to it's not like you get to do nothing mm-hmm 
get to do basically everything that you would do, but just like without it being sinful. Right. And so, and, and, and in fairness, like when I was younger, we definitely went to churches that had a lot more older res- residents in them. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of these people are like, you know, old and achy, and they're constantly in the doctor's office and they're constantly like feeling pain and discomforts and stuff so it's like obviously that kind of message to that group of people is going to be uplifting because you're you're like well you know you're not going to feel pain anymore you can run and skip and jump and hop and you don't have to feel your inky joints and you can you know just be happy right Mm -hmm. but you know for a tiny child who doesn't know anything about (laughs) that sort of stuff just being like oh i have to like sit in church for all eternity (laughs) (laughs) yeah or you like it's like doing a face plant off your scooter for eternity. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's on the opposite spectrum. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm assuming kids probably don't think so much about, like, different forms of torture, hopefully. Yeah, I didn't even, I mean, I didn't even really think about hell that much until I got older. Because, obviously, as a kid, you assume you're one of the good ones. Well, at least I did. I was like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to go to heaven. Obviously, I'm going to heaven. I sit in church all day. <laughs> well, <Right? You> know? <laughs> yeah, and then you find out you actually had to believe something. And you're, you're like, like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I... I guess, yeah, that, if you wanted me to sum it up, which, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not good at summing things up. Oh, yeah. But if I had to sum it up, it would be I'm kind of in like a floating mode, kind of mm-hmm. like a, how I am politically. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm kind of floating in all aspects. And can I just, I am obviously, you know, I have been delving more into atheist, like, talking points mm-hmm. and like discussions and seeing kind of what people say there. Uh, that doesn't mean that I agree with it all the time, but it, it it almost always makes sense to me, right? But I don't I haven't really decided that it's true because there's a lot of things that make sense but aren't necessarily correct, right? Or they can both be true at the same time. Some things, yeah, so. So I'm kind of just figuring it out, but I do know for sure that there are some concepts that I grew up with that I don't think make sense. Like for example, last night I was talking to my brother and I was telling him how if we as Calvinists truly believe in predestination and that nothing happens without god's intervention basically mm-hmm. and that he like he knows all the hairs in your head he knows everything that's going to happen it's all like a plan mm-hmm. i said and you would say that you believe that right and he's like yeah like you know everything's predestined mm-hmm. and i said how does that how can that be true at the same time as like god's will being like something other than what's happening mm-hmm. because like i said before like i've brought this up before god explicitly states that he desires for no one to perish but for all to come to repentance Mm -hmm. and if the only way that people come to repentance is from him choosing them to do so and the other ones have no chance of even coming to repentance because they can't do it by themselves because it's total depravity Mm -hmm. then how like why would how can those things exist at the same time can it's either it either can or or God can desire something and also not do it. Like his will can be different from what actually happens, but that's not true either because we know that God's will is always done. Mm -hmm. So basically it came down to a discussion of whether God's will and God's desires are the same thing. Right. And I feel like that would be because it's literally what he's willing to happen. Yeah. And if he really doesn't want something to happen, why would he let it happen? Yeah. Like I feel like you could take that argument and probably have a better time combating it if you were in a different like sect of christianity because like you know if you come from like a free will yeah that's what i mean i said that that's what i've kind of come to i feel like some of the core concepts don't really work together because i said that it does make sense if you have a free will outlook because someone has a choice 
Well, over... yeah, there's still some small. Yeah, any but it's not nearly as big. Yeah, you can you can definitely help it, but there are definitely like bigger problems that are you know still to discuss. But yeah, I see what you're yeah, point. I basically I don't think that there's nothing, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that like Jesus isn't real or that I don't believe that he's real. It's just really hard <laughs> to come to grips with some stuff, and I don't want to be faithless. I don't want that, but I also don't want to be like in a place where like I believe in nothing because I feel like the odds are that things there's something happening somewhere mm-hmm. it just makes more sense to me that there is some kind of undercurrent of something because things are just so complicated and you know we've talked about before how like there's this um like there's convergence of things all, all over the place mm-hmm. and people who are completely separate from each other converge on a lot of similar things and even animals do and like like if you follow like evolutionary paths a lot of creatures that are completely different areas of the world and never interact with each other like with dna wise or whatever Mm -hmm. they end up converging into similar types of animals for like some reason Mm -hmm. and so it doesn't seem to be a random thing but it's also like similar enough Mm -hmm. that it like uh results in something that's like physically that people mix up sometimes like you can see two animals and they look like they're almost like like cousins or something Mm -hmm. and so they're similar enough that people can mix them up and i feel like that's kind of more than just not random Mm -hmm. and so i just feel like things are complex and i know some atheists probably gonna pop up and be like actually you know (laughs) like this is this is this is what explains that because there's always something i just feel like everything like i'm trying and everything else is like chipping away at me i'm sorry because i really i don't i really don't want to believe in nothing i really don't some of the some of the people make it hard too because you know you, you grow up in a church and you're told that people are supposed to be christian-like right and they're all christian-like until you're you ask some questions and then suddenly everyone's hackles gets up and everyone's very defensive and very yeah. attack mode and you're like man it's really hard to have these conversations with you guys yeah and i've, I've said some like kind of reminds me of the thing i talked to you about before with my brother too where he said that um after talking to him about some of these points this guy was making, he said, well, it sounds just like he's taking or he's like upset that people aren't following what they believe very well. And so he's decided that their beliefs aren't true mm-hmm. based on like their behavior. Where the and guy I'm was, like, well, it's not. Because I watched that video too. And the guy, he wasn't necessarily, I mean, he was making a point that some of the lessons from the Bible, like people were not, were not really engaging with them. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it wasn't so much that 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 he had a problem with. It was the kind of like what we're talking about, like the the little little contradictions, I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, his seemed to be like kind of more that the whole set of beliefs seem to have changed so much over time. That's true. And that now it's like not even required to really put as much effort into things mm-hmm. or to practice them as much because it's kind of this idea of you know like even in like calvinism if you're elect you're elect once you're saved you're saved that's it like nothing can can stop that from being true anymore but then they also you know have the caveat where it's like but that doesn't mean that you use (laughs) your freedom to go and sin because if you do that and you have like a completely sinful lifestyle after that with no type of you know effort to live the right way then it's evidence that like you weren't actually in the first place and 
so never, it's like a that, guessing those game. conversations never went well for me because no. I, ne- I never got answers on either yeah either well end of it's those. like it's basically what my brother said he was like well you just you don't know like but you can't know so like he said it doesn't really like it doesn't really matter so much because like you it's basically you're assuming someone is but you can't ever really know mm-hmm. and so i guess he finds that kind of weird to dwell on if you're like if it's something that you can't no, for sure. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make it less annoying, but um, I guess. I don't think that's dishonest, but I don't think that's very well thought through. Because if you honestly felt like you had no control over how your life goes, and the only reason it doesn't bother you is because there's no way of knowing, that just tells me that you think you're one of the ones who makes it in. And I feel like it would bother you a lot more if you just automatically knew you're not going to. Well, yeah. Because well, can, mean... you, can you imagine if God came down and he goes, anyways, well... You're going to hell. And then just disappears. And you're like, oh, well, okay. That'd be bad. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's fine. I'm fine with that answer. But, God is God. I am I. It's like, um, Well, you wouldn't well, be fine with it then. No. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, but you know. I guess the... So I don't think it's dishonest. I just I just feel like it's... Well, yeah. I guess the consolation is that people that are, there has there is, like, an established pattern for how people react. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they actually, like, set out certain things that set people apart mm-hmm. from, like, people who don't believe. And so you're supposed to have evidences of that. And you know in yourself if you actually want, if you're actually trying, if you actually have conviction or not. Um, but that's what I mean, though. Like, it's it's weird to me because there's so many people who have, like, deconstructed and deconverted. And they say that they definitely believed it. Mm-hmm. They're like, I know I did. I felt conviction over things and I felt... It was like, I served in my church. Yeah. yeah and it wasn't just, like doing things like yeah. some people were just there you know sitting around i was like, the youth pastor i was the worship leader i was the yeah know, but it's not like just even stuff they were doing it was no. stuff that like like on a personal level when other people weren't involved they themselves had experiences where they felt personally that they had conviction over certain sins or genuinely wanted better and wanted to be better and it actually mattered to them that they were doing better it wasn't just like being part of church right and so it was more of a personal thing and so there's people who were like that and i feel like that's part of the evidence is that people bring up it's like you are convicted over sin and you're trying to do better and you're trying to combat it and so how can you tell someone who had all those experiences too that they never believed in the first place Mm -hmm. you know and so that doesn't like what basis do you have just that like the outcome means that the beginning wasn't real they just didn't know that they weren't being real yeah i i think that as i was talking to you a while back and i think that was part of one of my problems is that the quote-unquote like sanctification process is vague to a point where it's it's basically un you can't distinguish one or the other Right. Because if you took one of these people who deconverted during their process of trying to to answer questions constantly in research, trying to affirm their beliefs or trying to get like actual answers, it's like that's a pretty strong sanctification like sign. But then you have someone else who's, you know, they're they struggle with a certain sin or something, but they're still going to church. They're still praying about it. They're in counseling about it. And they still, um, you know, and it's just like it never changes or something. It's just like, well, I'm just in the sanctification process. It's just a process. It's just a process. And it's like, that's, that's fine. And people who want to get better and find truth stuff, like, that's great. Keep it up. But I just, I feel like it's too much of a catch all to the point where it, it loses a lot of its meaning because you can't really measure it in any like real way, I guess. Yeah. I, it kind of gets, it, it gets kind of watered down for a lot of people to be just kind of like, self-improvement yeah which a lot of people do in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. and so you could be like appearing improved and 
not really changing what you are like at all. Yeah. Uh, because you could just do more things. There's people who like will go well, volunteer and do that, all this stuff. And but but some people like like they'll just throughout the week they'll do whatever they want, but then they go to church and like you know they fall on their knees they're crying they're begging god forgiveness for like the way they live and stuff and it's like well i should probably be a little bit clearer on this point because i don't want to like because the people who do that like i'm not going to tell them that their 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 emotions aren't real because in a lot of times they are like people just have a way of living that they don't you know it's what they do and then they go to church and they get filled with guilt and then they they cry out for god right and i'm not going to say that's a lie but like once that emotional high is gone they're you know what i mean and it's like i don't know i have a hard time because it's like that that is an honest cry out for god right they're not going to really do much to change it but you know technically that is a fruit of the spirit right like that's technically like one of the signs you want to look for so that's like a starting off process so for me to be like well you're just obviously not a christian seems dishonest yeah but that's what i mean that like it, that's why the whole thing is about um that's what the sanctification is supposed to be Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be the process of working towards actually having your life be identifiable as a Christian. So people can actually watch what you do and you actually follow through and you you um, have these kinds of struggles where you're actually basically moving towards an end instead mm -hmm. of just doing the same thing back forth over and over and like continuing to live the, that way. Like something's got to give at some point, yes, basically. And if something never gives, then that's supposed to mean that you never, you never really were able to push anyway. Yes, I don't know. I, I mean, that's what just, the concept is supposed to be. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. People's lives are so like intricate, and everyone does different things for different reasons. It's it's hard to, I guess, it, sanctification is just hard to pinpoint for me to be an actual measurement of anything. But you know, I don't know. It's just it's just not like a fun process. No, it's this not. entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm the type of person that needs some kind of structured outlook on things. Authoritarianism. Well, listen, my my uncertainty in life is like my biggest problem. Mm -hmm. That's always been my problem. That's the thing that is at the root of all of my issues, mentally and otherwise, is an uncertainty problem. So the idea of scrapping everything that I've ever grown up with and everything I ever used to understand anything around me mm -hmm. being like gone or changing drastically at least mm -hmm. is like really scary because then it's like, well, where do you even where do you even look next? Because if it does fall to like, well, this is all about people and people are moral because they choose to be moral and that's why we have structures it's like that's not structural to me that <laughs> much because it could change all the time all it takes is a shift in majority so that's just like kind of scary to me because it feels so unstable because i don't trust people <laughs> i don't trust humanity to do the right thing because like we don't usually it seems like but like what is the right thing and so mm -hmm. it, it feels like it puts everything on like a, a temporary like pedestal mm. where it's like oh well this is what we have now and it's pretty stable but like in 50 years one of the things could be knocked out and we could have a wobbly table because everyone just decided that we're not going to do that one thing anymore and so i feel like it would deprive me of the structure that i need <laughs> in my life I need there to be some authority somewhere. Hmm. And I don't know what that says about me, but I feel like I'm the type of person that needs an authority in control of things mm -hmm. to make sense of it all. And I don't know what you think about that. No, I'm still figuring that one out. But it, it just, I just don't know how to. And, and so I, I wonder if that like scares people back into beliefs sometimes. 
I mean, I have heard people say, like, you know, if God doesn't exist, then, like, what's the point then? Like, anything. It's like, well, I don't, I don't know then if I'm willing like, to just jump there yet. But. And then there's, like, the Pascal's wager where you're like, you know, yeah. I'm just going to assume that there is and I'm going to live as if there is because if I'm wrong, it's way better than if... You know, mm-hmm. it's so fine if I'm wrong, but if I'm right, then that's, you know, infinitely important. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm just kind of, yeah, I'm evaluating and I have like the little voice all the time that's just telling me it's over. You're done for. <laughs> and I don't like that. Done for in like, oh, in what sense were we talking about? And like, like, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, you're saying that you're still thinking about it. <laughs> But, like, you actually know that you don't believe it anymore. You know it. There's, like, a part of me that's, like, telling me that all the time. And I don't know if that's true or not. It's scaring me. <laughs> you can just pretend there is. Hmm? So you can just pretend that there is. Pretend there is what? I don't know. Whatever you're looking for. No, I mean, like, there's, like, a part of me. But I also have a lot of intrusive thoughts. And so it's kind of hard sometimes <laughs> to, like... True distinguish what's what so i admit that i have those thoughts where it's like yeah you don't believe this but at the same time i can disagree with myself and i can be like no i'm not done looking at this and i'm not willing to say that yet just because it's like a there's like a tug that way and it scares me but i'm i'm still asking a lot of stuff and i'm not really yeah i'm not to that point yet yeah i told you i'm dangling Well, I mean, you know, it's not completely hopeless down here. <laughs> no, but it does make me feel sick. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was stressed out because, like, I don't know, pretty much every belief I had on any specific topic was because I was told that's what it is by Christians. And then I was like, well, you move that cornerstone and you're just kind of like, well, great. Now I have to rebuild all my thoughts on all these different things and actually give, like, really good reasons now and not just because God said so. You know, that was my go-to for so long that, yeah. <laughs> A lot of uh, re, uh, reinstalling some hardware, you know. <laughs> I had a factory reset. <laughs> I was looking at uh, Renlink uploaded a thing because, you know, they did their deconstruction videos. Mm-hmm. Then they had some updates after that. Like they did like a year later update thing and then they had like a two year one. And I don't remember when it was uploaded. It was like, I don't know, a few months ago maybe. But Rhett had been reading a book about this guy who was like in his 80s now. But he went from being like a church leader and having a lot of doubts and stuff mm-hmm. uh, to being agnostic. But then he said that towards the end, he had decided that he would call himself a Christian, but he doesn't actually believe in all of that anymore. And he said that the reason was that he identifies really strongly with the story of Jesus and what he said and did and, and represented and everything. Mm-hmm. And so there was like a basically a core thing to who he was that he basically considered him as Christian in that sense himself to be. Um, so I guess it would be kind of more like philosophically mm-hmm. Christian. And so... An atheist for Jesus, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Well, agnostic, but... Agnostic yeah. for Jesus. <laughs> um, but Rhett was, like, saying that he felt so strongly, like, like he felt, like, so in tune with that guy and all the stuff he was saying mm-hmm. that he went out and he bought another Bible. He's like, I got a lot of Bibles already because, you know, he had a background in it. But he bought a new Bible, a new study Bible. Mm-hmm. And he said that he had decided that he was going to revisit it and read it 
but not because he said that it was so important to him and he spent all of his formative years growing up with it and being taught from it. He said it probably literally changed his DNA in some ways because that's just what he was engulfed in mm-hmm. all the time. And he decided that um he was going to like not go back and like re-believe it, but he was going to re-examine it from where he is now and kind of see what he gets out of it from a different perspective, right. knowing that it's like a core part of who he is mm-hmm. because that's where it came from. And it was kind of interesting because... Is he going to document that at all? I don't know. I'm kind of curious. He he would like tweet stuff sometimes, but I don't know if people are staying on Twitter anymore. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> so who knows? But uh, yeah, that was kind of an interesting concept. But like, I feel like that's part of it though. I feel like there's so many... I feel like my main problem is that there's so many different things, like like what the guy was talking about in the video. He said that if you go back to the early church, mm-hmm. there's like so many things that have been changed. And like I sent you an article about like hell. That's like a 12 page thing. I got through the first. Uh-huh. I'm still working on it. Well, um, I was kind of skim reading. Oh. Because I kind of, I just kind of scrolled down to the main point. But um, even like early church they they had like kind of wildly different opinions on like a lot of different things mm-hmm. and they were coexisting and not calling each other heretics and like throwing each other out of the church and everything right there were people that believed in eternal damnation like hellfire and everything there mm-hmm. were people that didn't they believed it was like a temporary one where people were brought and tormented for like a time until they came to repentance which is like a form of universalism mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, you are judged because you're sinful and you died sinfully. But you also have opportunity through that to be saved still. You just, you know, can be spared that agony if you don't take that path in the first place. The other one was like basically just being wiped from existence, um, which is probably better than hell. Yeah, but then, but um, so that was just on hell. And there was like all kinds of different like core aspects mm-hmm. of Christianity that people really had different ideas about. And that was like early church, like like fourth century. So I'm just thinking some of this could be like, because a lot of the reasons that people, it doesn't work with God, like God doesn't work in a lot of, like there's so many arguments. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe some of it I would like to go back and kind of see what the different things were from like back when it was started, because they seem to be a lot more open to nuance back then and basically saying, well, we serve God, but we don't exactly know how he works. <laughs> right. And we believe that he's in control and they think they're happening, but we don't necessarily, like it says these things, but this can mean this or this. And so they kind of just let it be ambiguous or like not ambiguous, but like they didn't try to put a definite on it for everybody. They just said, I think this is what this means from my study. And then other people would be like, well, I think it means more like this. And they go, okay, well, okay. And so I, I feel like more comfortable in that space because I feel like it allows me to believe in something still. Mm-hmm. But also understand that there's a whole bunch of concepts that have been discussed and gone back and forth for so many years that some of them have just come out on top. But that doesn't always mean that they're right, obviously, because we have a lot of stuff just from people that aren't religious concepts that still exist mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily good, but it's kind of common. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, the same thing can happen if people are interpreting things for like hundreds of thousands of years. And so that gives me more hope to understand that like things can be a lot less definite than I think they are and that everyone tells me they are and that's fine and I can believe in something and believe things are true but not completely believe that like it is as it's been portrayed to me all the time. 
Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more leeway. Do you just think I'm like groveling for something? Not groveling, but like, does it sound to you like I'm just grappling for something? Because I feel like it comes across that way. Um, I wouldn't. No, not really. Because I, I know mean, that you probably think I'm going to end up someplace. I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I really don't. I, I'm a lot more comfortable. I don't want to necessarily call it lies, but th- there are there are definitely certain things in society that they work because we all agree on it. Like there's no there's no cosmic rule that says, you know, flashing a green light at a stop sign will make people go, right? That is something that we decided to do. We just said, you know what? Green lights mean go, right? And humans made it up and said, you know, it in the grand scheme of things, flashing a green light means nothing, right? But we made it mean something. And I'm okay in that space. Like it doesn't bother me that much if like if all of my um, like morals and ideas on stuff literally just come from the environment around me and what we think about um, just on the just like on the time of so like for instance like I don't know like medicine right there are certain medical practices relatively recently that are pretty immoral and unethical but during the time were kind of experimental and iffy and people weren't as bothered by them or even further back people are like oh yeah this will do you a ton of good and it turned out it was killing people right. Like, I don't know, sticking leeches on your body is probably not the best way to cure something, right? Doctors used to approve cigarettes. Yeah, like given, like if you were pregnant, they were like, yeah, you take a cigarette, it'll take some of that stress away, you know, mm-hmm. right? Stuff like that. It's like... They didn't know till like 40 years later they cut up John Doe when his lungs were black. Yeah, yeah. They're like, like oh, that killed him. <laughs> no, you don't like, don't we, smoke those. <laughs> we are a species that's just kind of moving along as we go and we're, we're course correcting as we go and some of it's late and it sucks and, you know, we're not perfect. But I'm also okay to just be like, you know, I'm I'm a product of my time and... You know, there are going to be ideas, presumably like 100 or 200 years from now, that people are going to go like look back and be like, they thought that? Like, really? Like, they really thought that? You know, there's, you know, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, And I'm also fine with like, like, truth is obviously one of the biggest things in my mind. But I also understand that there are certain, I guess, lies that I'm fine with. Kind Like, let's see, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, a lie in society that I've seen is, like, people think that the police force is, like, strong enough to be able to, you know, hold back a certain amount of crime, right? Take, like, 20% of the population that just wanted to be criminals and then just start doing crime, like, the police force would be powerless, right? To stop. Be gay and do crime. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm obviously not advocating for that. But I'm just (laughs) saying that, like, there are, but the idea that there is a police force and they might get you, like, tends to keep people in their place, right? You know, there's no, like, we all have these societal constructs that we agreed upon to play the game by. And, you know, we we try our best. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so I'm, I'm fine with living in certain lies if I have to, if that makes sense. I... I guess. That I guess means you don't know what I'm talking well, about. Well, I, I mean, I understand, but I just, I feel like I can't land there because mm-hmm. my mind always goes back to like, well, why, why, it, it always goes back and back and back and back and mm. back, you know? And it's like, well, why are you content with that? Because it makes society better and society being better and safer is good. Okay. I don't even why necessarily mean good? better. I just think. It, it functions it's like stable it's would you yeah. be content in a society that was stable and safe and everything but like it was kind of like dystopian 
you know, everything's um, taken care of for you, but you don't really get to do anything. Like I said, it is kind of a spectrum because like, you know, it's like, it's like, do I, it's like, do I want a medical system? It's like, well, we're going to, you know, if you ever have like an infection, we're just going to cut it off. It's like, well, I don't really want a medical system now. You know what I mean? But it's like, what if it's a really good medical system, but it's expensive? It's like, well, I kind of want it now. It's like, it sucks that it's expensive, but I'd rather have one than not have one. You know what I mean? So it is, it's, it's kind of each individual topic is going to have an individual answer, um, depending on the circumstances. But overall, the way things are running and the way humans kind of interact with each other like i'm fine with i'm like there's plenty of areas that you know a lot of us agree need to be shored up and made better or made better outcomes for a lot of people but i'm fine with that just being a a human construct for the sake of humans like i'm fine with there being no cosmic law that says it has to be this way it's just this is what we decided and i'm i'm fine with i'm i'm not as unnerved by that as some people i can understand that and i can see how that works for people Mm -hmm. but like i always go back and i'm like it just doesn't make sense to me that the only i understand that i guess technically it is possible that things happened and they just happened Mm -hmm. and that it produced things that also you know developed the way they have Mm -hmm. and i guess you know statistically it's likely (laughs) (laughs) um but it just feels like, you know, there's just something, it's, it's just like. But it feels yes, like something. Because it's. But, it's, you know, but it's you want to go back things. on that one? It's the pattern. But why do you feel like something has to be there? Because it doesn't why make do sense to me. Why do you feel like patterns matter? Because it doesn't make sense to me that, like, given what we know about people and mm-hmm. people's natures, if things work only because people want things to work. Mm-hmm. because it benefits themselves and those that care about then why but that doesn't really answer the question of why people care in the first place like why people care enough to even want to survive especially know. in societies like ours where like things are kind of bad and the world's never been like it's the best it's been right now mm-hmm. and it's always been like worse yeah. it goes worse as you go back it's been getting and better so, as we go yeah that's what i mean but that's only because people have this will to keep on going even when it's bad mm-hmm. And if there really is nothing, why would it matter for you to keep surviving through a bunch of stuff? Like, to what end? Is it just legacy? I don't know. Is it just that? That's what I mean. There's, like, some kind of undercurrent in everything that's, like, a driving force. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just, it just is. Because people do have an inherent, like, an inherent will to survive. And it's not just people. It's, like, yeah, I, well, pretty much all of nature has right. that in it. But you could say that that is just a byproduct of nature. But I the know. fact of wanting it to matter is, I, I don't know. like It doesn't make sense to me, at least, mm-hmm. that there is this undercurrent of continuing to try mm-hmm. just for the sake of trying or for the sake of being alive. Like, why does existence mean so much to people? Why do things even mean anything to us in the first place? Mm-hmm. beyond our physical needs because it's not really important in that worldview unless it's important only in the sense that it keeps other people chugging along as well that's like the only real benefit for anything because it's like well you stick around longer than you have others that come from you and they stick around longer and then it keeps going mm-hmm. but like if that's the only motivating factor then like why are we motivated well because there's got to be something. See, th- Cause I, it feels I, like- don't, I don't disagree with you in the sense that, like, there are those empty holes of, like, trying to figure it out. But I feel like it's not enough for me because it, it feels dishonest for me to go, I agree with you. There are those holes. Therefore, there should or has to be something like bigger. Out of the gaps, right? 
Yeah, and that's basically but like it, I feel like it can also be It could be true. Like, it could be it could like be true. But I like for me personally, it would feel dishonest to be like there are these holes that I don't understand personally. Therefore, it makes sense to me that there has to be something more. And it's like, well, there doesn't have to be something more. I don't know. Right. But I mean, there could be, but I don't know. Well, I guess for me, it's just that I've found like so many like thing. There are so many good things in the Bible mm-hmm. that I agree with, mm-hmm. especially like the idea of like the nature of man and how like people's hearts are pretty wicked a lot of times mm-hmm. and that would jive with the whole worldview of everything is just self-serving with the purpose of and if you're not self-serving if you're not a selfish person then it's only because you're enhancing it for other people so we all get served so it's still self-serving well yeah but you can be self-serving and so you can i mean it, it's not for any like time. it's not for any like reason aside from just a natural continuation i guess yeah basically it just allows people to take religion and be like well this is just a tool that people use to give themselves meaning so that they can continue to go on and keep producing and reproducing it's just a thing that we've made up to like justify meaning to ourselves and i'm like why would we need to do that there has to be some kind of you see i mean there seems to be something a little more complex happening because I mean, kind of, like, but like it doesn't make sense that why would we but as a species have but, developed a need to have validation well, if it doesn't matter. I get that. But at the same time, you could take that and say, because different cultures have this thing that they keep repeating. Right. But you could also look back and say, like, every single culture, you know, a lot of them make their own sports with like balls and stuff and you don't talk about the transcendent ball you know what i mean like the no but people don't generally use sports to like justify their existence well no but it's just like a thing if you talk about it as a community thing of people getting together and chanting and painting themselves and competing and like it's just guys throwing a ball around the court but it makes thousands upon thousands of people happy and engaged and and active and that's what church can do in a lot of ways it gets a lot of people together and they yeah but that's not like and dance and all this stuff and so like point of it though well, no, it's not the. It's not the. I mean, the point. I mean that that I feel like that serves a completely different purpose, though. There's a difference between wanting to engage in a community mm-hmm. and also be entertained. Those but are, isn't the whole point of a religious community to be part of the godly community at the end of your life? No, I don't think so. I think. Well, I my point was I think that it makes more sense to me that there is something that is giving us a structure because people don't like use like, sports thing to justify well i was just saying that that the structural like community part of it is similar and so like i guess when you when you put a god in there then it's like it makes it bigger but if you do like other communities people aren't as concerned with how those come together i guess it's like the the church communities are like so big and so important that it says something about like everything what i mean is if everything is based in like nature it's like naturalism right where things are just based in physical progression basically right if that has always been the foundation for everything and it's just been a steady process of things living and dying and trying to live longer and then dying and then learning from the previous to live longer and you know so on it wants to reproduce right 
things want to live, things want to, you know, keep going as long as they can. I think we do as like a species, but I don't necessarily think that that's one of the driving forces in evolution. Like one of the the, the main driving yeah, force well, is reproduction. Us staying alive is not necessarily. Well, that's what I mean, though. Like you are wired to stay alive so that you can reproduce. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you can't really do it if you're dead. Well, maybe in the future. Well, see, that's not entirely true. Because there's, like, moths that only, like, live for a day. But they, like, reproduce, right? And so it's like... Right. But this is what I mean. I'm saying that in... And this is also kind of a question for me because it's, like, a human experience and not a natural experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that dogs and cats are sitting there thinking, I wonder why I'm here. And, you know, they just kind of do cat things and dog things, right? They have tiny brain. Right. But even animals that don't like chimps and stuff do we think that they're sitting there doing that because there's some very elephants have funerals and they cry yeah there's like some very like we don't know maybe they are maybe they do have those questions and maybe they understand something and we just don't know what it's because we don't speak elephant you know who knows but what i was saying is if it's based just on if our whole system has always been based on things progressing in a natural way and the will to survive is only because of that and it's always been functional to just work with other people to build stable societies and to, you know, get get systems that work so that people can survive longer. We're also tool-based. Like, I don't even think we can conceive the world if we can't gauge whether or not something will work for us or, or not. Yeah. Right. If it is all down to, like, those things, which are just basically physical or, like, you know, interactive things that we do mm-hmm. in nature. Something that will either work for us or not. Right. If that's the system that everything is based on, mm-hmm. and it always has been, then I don't I don't understand what the need would be for a concept of something outside of the physical world to even have come about in the first place. Because it would never have been necessary for people if we already had all the tools we needed with each other to form societies and basically do a common good thing because we want other people to live because if other people live and we live then we both live and then we persist I mean, you would you'd basically just have to try to find the utility in, in believing people. in a higher power well i don't i don't know because like i don't think that's what i mean though because you don't need it if that's true you at any point you wouldn't need it i, I don't really like the, the you don't need it because technically we don't need anything we just prefer you know so yeah but that's not my point my point is I do, that i'm so confused my point is that everything that we do, mm-hmm. if it's from a natural point of view, is done because the motivation is survival and that we're, right. we don't have any deep purpose. It's just trying to survive. If that's what everything comes from and that's all you actually need, that's the only driving factor that you actually need to survive and to form communities and to do this whole system that we have going mm-hmm. and you don't need other tools outside the physical world, then why would the idea of something outside the physical world have even entered into consciousness at all if it's not even necessary? If we don't actually need it, if it doesn't mean anything at all, mm-hmm. why would we have ever evolved to be able or even introduce that question if it really doesn't matter. And all it has done really is cause more problems because people fight more over religion and have killed each other over that. I feel like it's almost been a hindrance to human progression. So if that was true, why would that have even entered the consciousness as an idea if it was never needed? Yeah, but you could just say that about humans, couldn't you? It's like every human problem came from humans. It's like Yeah, but what do you mean? I don't know. We could just get rid of those guys. <laughs> Slippery slope. Uh, well, 
Do you understand though? Not really, because I keep coming back to like it's just a, like it's a tool that has value in some ways and is starting to lose value in other ways. Like when you're in the world and you don't have a computer and you're trying to make sense of like anything, and all you have is just you and the people around you, and they don't even know what's going on. Sometimes it's easier to just say it's a higher power. I know, but my you point know, is like why. Why have we even needed an answer to those questions anyway? Why have those even come up? I don't know. Why would it be ingrained in us to develop those types of questions at all? Because it literally doesn't matter. All it does is like hinder people, make them anxious and like... Well, not only, I mean, believing in God gives people a lot of comfort, too. Yeah, but that's, like, after a long time. No, there are people who get born into religion and they just... No, I mean, that's after, like, religions have been established, Uh like, as a concept already. I'm talking about, like... I feel like there's a lot of assumptions on both my part and your part that are being made where I just... I don't understand the purpose of people having a concept of a higher power. Uh Uh-huh. Or a religion or anything like that if it was never... Useful. Like, I don't think it would be useful. Except especially I can in the think beginning. of situations where it is useful. That's my point. Like Maybe now, but like when it was first being thought up, uh-huh. how would that have been useful? It's pretty pretty divisive even now when they're all huge right concepts for like tons of people so imagine if it's like a lot less people and it's only just getting started i feel like that would cause problems too so it doesn't seem like it would have been a useful thing unless it was just you by yourself not telling other people about it because if you come up with this well if you come up with an idea and you're like i think there's something else going on here it's like how is that conducive to your survival it's kind of like i heard this thing once where a guy was talking about how like you know two people get buried underground and one of them is like an atheist so he's freaking out because he's like you know my chances are pretty low i'm freaking out and he he hyperventilates uses up all the air and dies but the saved person prays and has faith that god is going to save him therefore he doesn't freak out he keeps his breath steady he calms down and because of that it saves him time so when people come and find him he didn't waste all the oxygen and they saved him in time right it's like that doesn't come into question whether or not god is real that just says that one person had an advantage over the other so it's like yeah but i I feel like that only works as a concept because that's after a concept's already been established i'm literally just talking about what you can't find utility in the belief in like a higher power now but i don't know why at the beginning like if that like when it was first being thought up as a concept in its original form if that's what happened or whatever then what would have been the utility of it coming about in the first place? That's what I'm talking about. Because you can say anything about stuff now because it's way, way, way later. It's very much established as part of a, a, a human experience. I don't know. Some guy looks up into the stars and goes, you know what? Those are our ancestors who were part of the hunting tribe. And every person who died on the trail went up and is now hunting this for eternity I mean. in the sky. This is and what that, I mean, though. That's not useful. <laughs> what, why? No. Why not? Because that has nothing to do with, like, I don't understand why. People had a fear of death, so people filled it in. Yes, I don't I know. know but, but why? Because I death like is scary. I don't know. That's what I mean, though. There seems to be something else happening mm-hmm. where there is this, like, common thread where people have part of their experience is a little, there's something there that you can't really identify that sets apart things. Because it's different than animals, even smart animals. Mm-hmm. And there's something that seems to push people a little farther than everything else and we always look for something a little farther than everything else and we look for meaning and we actually seek out meaning 
and that has to come from someplace. And if it's not useful in the first place, like to any like your immediate situation and what you're doing to just live, mm-hmm. then I don't see what the point of looking at the stars or being scared of death or anything would have to would benefit you at all aside from just you know being afraid of dying because you'll be dead and you can't survive if you're dead <laughs> but that like why well, would you're basically it, why asking would me thought... why do emotions exist and that no I i'm saying why would the thought of something after or aside from physical life even have ever mattered no but it matters because you have feelings about it and i don't know why we have feelings on issues that we just do that's what i mean though. like it doesn't like but that doesn't do, answer do... anything that just like to me it opens up a possibility of there's something unexplained that's my point is that there are things that are unexplained and uncomfortable and you can't answer them and you're just uncomfortable because you feel uncomfortable but it's like why do we feel anything it's like why do i feel uncomfortable why is uncomfortable a thing and then you can't just answer that with well god it's like well i don't i I don't i don't you can but it's like well i get that's not gonna persuade me i don't know maybe but i don't know i i just i get what you mean and i'm not discount i'm not discounting you i'm just saying that it's not it's not quite enough for me if that makes sense yeah i just always just seen it just always has made sense to me that there's something else happening because it doesn't it just doesn't seem like there would because it doesn't sit right with you any other way no it just doesn't it's not explainable Uh because if i if i like am a remote tribe Mm -hmm. even remote tribes who literally all they do is like kill things and you know be with each other and eat and keep going Mm -hmm. even they have like rituals and different things that they make up Mm -hmm. and that has nothing to do with really their ability to go and survive because they could do that if they didn't believe in something too so belief in something higher doesn't really have an impact on people actually being able to survive or not especially if it's an earlier concept and so i don't know what in the progression of people evolutionary or whatever Mm-hmm. would that be like necessary for like I, I don't know it just doesn't well I, I feel like there might be like a little bit of conflation too because like it's one thing to talk about the pressures we put on ourselves and then just the by just the like evolutionary process like those two things aren't the same thing obviously evolution wants to just you know reproduce but then everything out of that is stuff that we pick to strengthen the group or whatever and it's like that's th- those are two different things yeah I just can't get over the one hurdle of like how a concept of a higher power could even form if it wasn't needed. And I don't think it was needed if all you really need is what's around you and the physical world. Like there wouldn't really be a need. I mean, but see, that's the thing. It's like, it's like, you know, billion, billion, trillion miles away. There's like a moon somewhere. It's like, does that need to exist? Does it need to exist in relation to us? It's like, no, it doesn't really matter. But it's there. Yeah, that's what I mean. If, If like all of a sudden one of the moon rocks goes, why am I a rock? I'd be like, <laughs> I'd have a lot more questions. I'd be like, <laughs> than I've ever had. I'd before. be like, wouldn't it be kind of weird that this rock all of a sudden is like, why am I a rock? It's like, why do you, why are you thinking? Uh, why are you thinking? Yeah. Why are you thinking in that type of way? That has nothing well, to do with your existence. To be fair, though, with us, it was like a long, long process of like different things happening. Like it wasn't just one day we existed and then said it, it was like millions and millions of years, and then we had a question. <laughs> like it's a long process. Yeah, I know. I just, I'm just stuck because it's the physical reality and that's the only thing we can observe and we don't have any evidence, like hard evidence of like something outside of that. Mm -hmm. Then I don't understand why the concept would have evolved in the first place. Confusing. Because it's not necessary. 
So it could have just been like people have always just known that we're here and we're surviving and we're doing things together. And no one would have even been like, oh, well, we're doing this because of something bigger. We would just be doing it. And so I don't understand what the benefit would have been for that unless there's a benefit for it or there's like some reason for it. Well, I mean, I can think of a couple, but yeah. I think yeah, you're asking. See, but the see, atheists I, come in and they swoop in and they're like, I got an explanation for everything. I don't have 20. explanations, but I have like an idea in my head how it could work. And, but I don't think you're, I don't think you're looking for that. I think you're looking for like the deeper of like why anything. And like, I don't know. I'm of the opinion that I don't think, given what I know about people and how people act, I don't think it's, I don't think we're capable of this much without any type of anything existing. I feel like there has to be some some other more complex well, thing the, going on. There's a good video about kind of what you're talking about, the philosopher, the uh, philosopher D's. Is it going to tell me I'm wrong? No, but it might be like on the on the same track. In like a positive way or like a make me rethink even this thing that I'm pretty set in. No, it might just like answer because some I'm questions. not ready to knock this boulder down. I need a little bit of stability in my life. It's a D E E Z philosopher. D E what? D E E Z. D E E Z. Is this a D's nuts joke? Maybe. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Darn. <laughs> you can't give me that. Well, I've been around five years longer than you have. I know things. <laughs> I've seen the world. Yeah, in the back Online. of my head, I was like, nah, I can't go with that one. Well, I was too simple. Yeah, we'll try it. it mm-hmm. <laughs> so there is no philosopher. Well, I'm sure there's philosophers on this object, just not deep. Man, not. I was getting so excited. I was like, oh, I'm going to read about something cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nope. It's just scoop being a dick yeah i know i'm sorry anyway yeah we kind of went off the rail a little bit because it started out with just like asking me where i'm at and then it kind of got into like you know all that thanks for tuning in again to the opinion pending podcast there may be some delay again to the next episode because of holidays and all that jazz but uh we'll be back as soon as we can and merry christmas yeah merry christmas happy hanukkah all that stuff whatever you celebrate and we'll catch you in the next one bye